Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be asking the question, are bounties the problem? Uh, If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now. I am usually live streaming when these hit the podcast and YouTube feeds. If you want to listen to this podcast, the full episodes, the talk and the Q&A sort of included in one episode, you can look up SNTR Presents on all the podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, the little bell button. Those things help out the channel and help out the videos, and thank you for everybody that does that. So, are bounties the problem? The reason I'm asking this question is that a lot of folks are focusing on two things this season that I do think need addressed, but I want to make sure that we don't completely try and shove these things out of the game or get rid of them. Bounties are getting a lot of attention. People are kind of tired of them. They feel like everything's too bounty-based, and leveling is another thing of uh, another point of frustration. I'll probably do a separate episode or video about leveling, because I do think leveling is needed for the future, especially with sunsetting. Leveling's not necessarily bad. Leveling just needs some more tweaks and some more adjustments brought to it. It's better than it used to be. Bounties are in a similar scenario. They came to the game. They're a quality of life improvement for the game. I like them, but they're presently in need of some tweaking and some adjustments all across the game, not just the bunker bounties. I think bounties in general need to be looked at. But before I talk about that, I want to talk about forgetting quality. I think so often we forget about quality adjustments that have been made to the game, also sort of tracing the history of how quality of life adjustments come into the game. They're not coming every couple of weeks or months. They usually like to assess things and do changes on a more uh, spread out basis. I also want to talk about how it's better than nothing. That's not me accepting mediocrity, but I do think the fact that they have been added to the game and give us a significant amount of things to interact with and do that's better than it just being strike based or activities based like it used to be if you remember when it was purely activities based i want to end by talking about tightening up the bolts like going into bounties and tweaking some things that i believe are pretty frustrating and problematic to wait to to the way that they've landed in the game right now so forgetting quality this is something that i think happens a lot and i've highlighted this in some of my q a sessions i think sometimes people forget about how much has changed in the game since launch and they come to presume and assume things about the game that have actually helped the game get better. So an example that I would give is when Forsaken landed in the game, they made a lot of changes, right? They come in, they completely change the weapon system. They update leveling, they update infusion, they they make adjustments to the flow of, of how we play through the game with milestones and they do all that in Forsaken. Now, at the time, those were seen initially as really nice quality of life improvements in the game. Over time, though, as we went from season to season, we went from Black Armory to Drifter to Opulence, we actually started to complain about some of those things. We didn't like them. Sort of forgetting that these were good things that came to the game, made the game better, but then we came to find pieces of it were frustrating then enter Shadowkeep a year later they address a lot of those concerns and complaints with leveling leveling is made significantly easier they raise the soft cap you level a lot faster it's a lot easier to backfill now whenever you do that I think you start to see they don't make these adjustments immediately. It's not like when you go back and look historically at Forsaken, every season we were asking for changes, and I got pretty fired up. I was like, infusion's too costly, too painful, leveling really, really sucks. Well, it was clear that Bungie could not make significant changes midstream. Like, the seasonal trajectory, that annual trajectory was set, and the only thing they did was they added surge bounties. We're in a similar scenario now. I believe that in Shadowkeep, what did they do? They brought the artifact. They brought back 
leveling every season leveling is better they brought bounties these are quality of life things that came to the game that made it better prior to Shadowkeep, bounties were almost inconsequential you didn't really pay attention to them repeatable bounties weren't even a thing there was no artifact there was no xp leveling prior to Shadowkeep. now we've just sort of assumed those as standards in the game and we're starting to criticize some of the things that are problematic about the presence of bounties so the reason i want to walk through that history lesson is not to say it's okay that there's problems or inconsistencies but what we do need to remember when Bungie brings something out and says hey here's this new thing that we did it's this new quality thing it makes the game better it makes the game more full of things for you to do we have to remember that actually has made the game better it's it's kind of like when you see a bar graph or i'm sorry a line graph going up and then it dips a little bit and then up and then it dips a little bit and then up i believe the game is on a trajectory of increasing value it is getting better and more refined over time but there's these little dips like oh wow this is nice bounties Ooh, i don't know it's so bounty oriented everything everything about bounties is kind of heavy so, in light of that, I want to say this is better than nothing. I, I, I do think it's far better to have a side grind with bounties in the obelisks or in the bunker. It's far better to have that than it to be purely activities-based. We don't want to run off the other cliff and be like, I'm so sick of bounties, and then we run off the other cliff, and the best way for you to level, the best way for you to experience the content is to literally just grind activities. Just strikes, just the public event, just the legendary lost sectors. I don't think bounties are the problem. I think the experience of bounties is the main issue. You look at them, you can't really share them with your fire team. It's better to do them by yourself. It's better to go into a lost sector. It's faster. It's more efficient for you to do that. I have the best experience with bounties when I grab a bunch, as many as I possibly can, and go into an activity like strikes. I'm working on a milestone. I have a reason to grind strikes. Now, we can talk about that in another you know, video about leveling and the presence of milestones in RNG. Let's leave that for another day. But my best experience with bounties is when I do that. I'm in an activity. I'm benefiting from doing the activity by working my way toward a milestone. And I'm checking the bounties, swapping some guns. I switch to a sidearm. I switch to a solar hand cannon, whatever. Some people don't like that. I don't think it's that big of a deal in strikes to be moving some things around here and there. And while I'm working on those three strikes, I am just constantly going in and getting bounties done. That is, I think, when bounties are functioning at their best. When they are requiring a few adjustments and a few changes, but they're kind of happening automatically. Now, bear in mind, I'm a streamer, so I can make a simple request. Hey, guys, can you let me get some finishers right now? Can you? And, and a lot of the players that I'm playing with understand I'm working on bounties, so sometimes they'll avoid big groups. They just kind of keep pushing things forward and leave the trash ads for me. So, I mean, I, my experience is not going to be normative. A lot of people are going to go into strikes, they're going to matchmaker, they're going to play with their buddies, and they're going to be fighting over the ads. Their efficiency on bounties is going to go down when they're in those scenarios. Obelisks and bunkers, in my mind, get 100% of the focus, and then people just sort of sit in a lost sector. I think that's one of the main reasons that bounties are so frustrating, is you see the obelisks, or you see the bunker grind, and you're like, well, that's all I'm going to focus on, and you like run on a 10-foot circle, and then you conclude that bounties are bad. I don't think bounties are bad. I think the way that we're responding and experiencing to them, that's the actual problem. That's what's actually bad. When I grab and multitask, I think that's the best experience, and that's going to influence my final part of the video here, tightening up the bolts. It should not be something that has to be overthought. You're going to hear me make similar statements when I do my leveling video. This should not be something that requires a bunch of arduous gameplay or adjustment or going off and playing by yourself. The first thing I think they need to do immediately to bounties, and I would obviously look for this in September. I don't think they're going to do this anytime soon. I think all bounties need to say, you or your fire team, 
period. The opening of the bounty should say that. You are your fire team. If I'm matchmaking a strike, if I'm running into uh, if I'm running into a legendary lost sector, if I'm in the public space, anybody near me should be considered my fire team. You or your fire team should be on every bounty, no question. All you're doing is just driving people to go play solo, and then you get frustrated even if you do bite the bullet and play with your buddies or play with the fire team. You just get frustrated at people killing everything, and that's kind of a weird thing to experience in a multiplayer game. Next thing they need to do, synergize the the, the, the bounties with the modifiers and, and the flashpoint and the activities. The bounties are not synergized with the activities at all. When I'm going into strikes, you should not be asking me to get arc kills, especially on the weekly. It's like 150 arc kills when void is the burn. That makes no sense. The burn should synergize with the bounties. The bounties from the gunsmith should synergize with the flashpoint so you can multi-purpose grind synergize these things it doesn't make any sense if i'm going into a bunker and grabbing bounties those should synergize with legendary lost sectors in the public event a couple of them do the two weeklies do go do this in the legendary lost sector open the chest three times do the public event four times but then the dailies and the repeatables don't synergize at all they're asking me to use weapons and and, and different elements it's like no just ask me to do the public event and throw the balls ask me to do the public event and 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 do damage to mini bosses and majors so i can just go run the public event and get the bounties done they need to be synergized with the weekly modifiers in strike the weekly flashpoint and whatever the seasonal activity is they should be far more synergized so that you can just grab them and they kind of happen as you're playing again i'm multitasking that is when I think bounties are experienced in the best way they won't feel so arduous you won't feel like you need to go run into live in a lost sector less specific requirements as well 150 fallen kills there's one fallen strike just delete that requirement from the game why are you doing that 150 fallen kills I end up completing the weekly I get 3 or 4 strikes done and then I have almost no fallen kills another one that I think would need to be tweaked it's too specific the ones that were like go kill this enemy type with this with this weapon in this way they admitted that was too strain like too too strained when we had to get I think it was 150 cabal critical kills with a bow it was like what it was like too too specific I would say remove some of the specificity from them as well the last thing they need to do with with bounties is balance the bounty XP payout with the activity XP payout so while I'm running strikes and doing bounties it's a harmonious system it's benefiting my XP leveling on the artifact and leveling in a lot like doing bounties in a lost sector suddenly becomes the inferior way of doing it like we said about trials loot right grinding the first three games should become an inferior token farm you should get more tokens and more rewards the further up you go on the card and going flawless similar scenario here as long as I'm running activities and doing bounties together that should be the superior grind for both efficiency on XP as well as just getting things done getting whatever currency is in the season or whatever it is that you're working on so overall are bounties a problem no I think the experience of the bounties is the true issue they need to be tightened up and adjusted we don't need less bounties we need better bounties as always, we're going to go into question and answer next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about uh, are bounties a problem? Kind of asking that question. And uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, 
You can always catch me live. These I'm usually streaming when these hit the feeds. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, hitting like, share, subscribe, and the little bell button all help me out. I got a little freaked out here during the intro. Looks like Discord just like went completely down, and I thought maybe my internet was acting up uh, on the stream. So let me get the first question. I am going to be working on the hard light catalyst because uh, if they're not going to nerf this weapon anytime soon, I definitely want to have the catalyst for it. Uh, Mick Cheshire says, do repeatable bounties need to be adjusted? For me, the problem is the back and forth between vendors. When first announced, I was under the impression that they were one infinitely uh, completable bounty for minor rewards. You know, I didn't put this in my video, but I probably should have. I, I would actually like them to do something with this. If you remember, whenever we first saw repeatable bounties in the game, I, I suggested that that's what they were. Before we knew what they were, I said, I think those are bounties that you can refresh. I called them, like, I think I called them refresh bounties or something. Um, And I said that I thought that that's what they would be because they had the same. No, I called them reloadable bounties. I called them reloadable bounties because it had the reload icon on it, the little arrows. And in my mind, what I thought they were going to do, if you remember the way that the chalice works, the chalice gives you back the chalice when you complete it. So if you go run the menagerie and you've got your chalice configured, it will actually uh, give it back to you. You see it in the kill feed. It's like it drops in the game. So to me, that would be a great quality of life update, especially for console players, to make repeatable bounties upon completion. Just put another another repeatable bounty uh, in your inventory. Now, they could give you two button presses, right? Like, you could go to the bounty, and it could say, you know, press A to complete and remove, or hold X to complete and refresh, right? So you have the option, no, I just want to complete it and get it out of my inventory, or you could like, no, let me hold X, and it's like, boom, and it gives you the XP and everything, and the currency, and then it refreshes itself. You can complete it or you can reload it. I think that'd be a nice I think that'd be a nice quality of life update for people. Again, console users especially do not want to have to keep running back, you know, to these different locations and dealing with, you know, oh I gotta I gotta I gotta go replenish this. I gotta go get another one. Um, especially when you gotta you know drive all the way down to the bunker. I think there's something to be said for another quality of life update coming to repeatables to uh, let you complete it or complete and refresh it. Um I'd honestly just have the option to abandon it. Well, yeah, it could always replenish itself, and then you'd have to abandon it, but that would, like, add extra steps. I think if you just give people two button presses on it, that'd be, uh, that'd be nice. So, don't talk for console users. Are you talking to me? I'm taking up for console users. The load time's really, really slow for them. I'm, I'm saying that I think that they would appreciate the option to not have to go back to towers, uh, and different locations, um, to repeat bounties. You're saying Yes. I'll, I'll talk I'll talk for console users if I want to. I don't freaking answer to you, and I'm taking up for them, right? It's not, and no, we wouldn't. Oh, shut the frick up. You're just wanting to argue. There's 100% people right now in chat, if you're a console user and you would appreciate the option to refresh a repeatable instead of having to go back to the tower or a bunker, say, I would like that in the chat, okay? Like, people would like that. They, literally, this question is framed. This f- question is framed in that way. People would like it. There you go. There's the chat. I would like that. I would like that. I would like that. I would like that. I have every right to speak up for the console users. They express frustration with load times. They express their own desire to not have to go back to the tower constantly for the Ada frames. That was something in Black Armory that frustrated people. I'm going to take up for the user. The user doesn't like it. It's a simple quality of life change that could make the bounties. It doesn't affect you. 
You could just complete it and have it go away. Scold me like you're in charge. Look at chat. You're not in charge of anything. Lock and load ace. Bounties are just not the way to go in regards to endgame content. They're so tedious. I love bounties in D1. They served as fillers in regards to other content that served as a true grind activity. To me, the big problem right now is the boring leveling that each season brings. Obelisk, Bunker. Would you say that you enjoy like the grind or the previous grind paths? See, but this is why in my video, I didn't say that bounties were the problem I said the experience of the bounties are the problem four months from uh, N2O Charger thank you if you could just grab the bounties from the bunker and it was synergized with the activities right if it was synergized with the activities so if the bounties were more naturally completed by running legendary lost sectors that's a seasonal piece of content so synergize it with the activity if they were more easily more naturally completed by running the public event again you wouldn't think of them in this way. You wouldn't think of them as tedious or disruptive. You'd be like, no, I grab them and I cash them in. And if Lono gets his way and repeatables can be uh, cashed in and refreshed, then I don't have to drive back down there to the bunker. I can just keep running the law, the legendary law sector. Well, I guess the legendary law sector puts you back in the bunker, but like I can just keep running the public event. Maybe you want to do them in strikes. A lot of them can be done in strikes. You know, maybe you just want to grab some and, and, and run them in strikes. Like these are things I think that would make you naturally think, oh, wow, bounties aren't that bad. Right now, bounties become, and, and when you say they're tedious, like, you gotta be honest with, with me on this. You don't have to make them tedious. When I was running strikes the other day, and I changed from, like, a sidearm to a hand cannon, and I changed from, like, a shotgun to a sniper, I was getting tons of bounties done very, very easily, focusing on art kills or whatnot, okay? Um... And when I was doing that, it wasn't tedious. It was actually kind of went with the flow. Now, I admitted at that time when I was doing that, I was like, well, these bounties weren't that disruptive. They were kind of easy to pivot to and from. Oh, I need sidearm kills and arc kills. No worries. I got a great last hope. Oh, I need hand cannon kills. Uh, what was the other one I was doing? I needed hand cannon kills. or oh, No, I needed SMG kills and void. And it was like, oh, yeah, I'll throw on my recluse. So I had to admit, I was like, yeah, I, I got some pretty good bounties that time. Sometimes the bounties will be pretty annoying. They'll require a lot more weapon switching. Like you need a sword and you need a linear fusion and you need a machine gun and you need a grenade launcher. Like right. And so you're constantly trying to change your heavy. So it's not always that simple, but I use as an example, I use that as an example to where if you could just go into activities, strikes, public space, legendary lock sectors, whatever, and just more naturally complete bounties by playing I don't think you would think of them in this way. You would just be like, yeah, I've got it. I uh, like, I'm just getting them done by lightly paying attention to them right now. You do. I, I'm working on a hard light catalyst. And I didn't feel like going to the Leviathan or anywhere else. I felt like coming to just a lost sector and mindlessly running back and forth just because I'm doing Q and a, um, you know, for me, like I think that's where I would feel the best. Now, leveling is a part of your question. I'm going to do another video about leveling and say a lot of the same things, but in a different way. Like, leveling should just be something that happens as you're playing and in- engaging with the content, instead of being something that requires going into pieces of content that you either are not super fond of, uh, or if you are going to go into content that you're not super fond of, there needs to be more of a guarantee of a benefit. It doesn't need to target your lowest item, but it certainly needs to stop targeting targeting my highest items. I think that's one of the points of frustration right now is you dump time into Gambit games or Crucible games or Nightfalls or whatever piece of content that might be your least favorite. And then by the time you come out on the other end, you're like, 
I don't want to do any of this. You're describing challenges from D2 year one. Yeah, I kind of actually liked those. I remember enjoying the challenges. They just kind of happened automatically. And I think bounties need to take a page out of that book. I think that that would make bounties a whole lot better. I don't think leveling and bounties are the problem. Like, oh, they're awful. Get rid of them. I'm sick of them. It's no, it's, it's the experience of the bounties and leveling that are causing people to turn on something that is a pillar of the game. Like, that's a pillar of the game. Bounties are a pillar of the game. Leveling is a pillar in the game. And that's why I think, listen, I honestly feel like people's frustration with them is because they're part and parcel to the Destiny experience. And you're like, I want to do them. And then people are like, but I don't like the way that I kind of do them efficiently to level efficiently, to do bounties efficiently. You know what I'm saying? So like your own enjoyment of bounties in the past, your own desire to run bounties now, it's almost like you're having this like internal turmoil and fight with respect to feeling like, well, I, yeah, I want to do them. I love doing them in D1. It gives me a sense of completion and a sense of achievement every single day. And, but I'm, I'm I'm frustrated by how I get them done. It's almost like your own your own desires and your own affinities and your own sort of habits as a player are compounding on themselves. Cuz a lot of people would say just don't freaking do bounties then. Like stop doing bounties. And you'd be like, "Well, no, no, no. I I, I want to do bounties." Why? Why if you're if you're not liking how tedious they are and going into lost sector? People are like, oh, "I just had to put the game down, dude. I couldn't do another bounty." And it's like you you don't have to you know but at the same time i understand why people do it i understand why i do it i I don't i don't want to not be working on something i don't want to not be leveling my artifact or getting currency for the bunkers or getting currency for the obelisks like these are things that i think are just they are they are woven into the destiny experience that's that that sense of accomplishment that sense of grind that sense of of increasing your power and your efficiency and the level of your character I think all of those things are are good and I think they just need to be more organic and natural. Captain Salad says, what if bounties that you buy have a legendary weapon pool that could drop it as well, like the Dire Promise drops? This is when I'm going to just kind of glide over questions like this. This isn't really the core issue with bounties. Uh, and this is this is just one of those things I call a micro solution. The big picture problem with bounties, I don't think is solved by a micro solution. They need a big picture solution. Uh, and this doesn't feel like it. I'm not going to say no to you. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and throw a legendary in there. So then I have a more regular chance of getting a good dire promise or um, what? what's that grenade launcher? The intervention or whatever? The interference? I'm not going to say no to your idea, but I don't think this is a, a solution. Is anyone else's Gmail down? Dude, Gmail's been so slow lately. I check it on browser. I check it on phone and it's, it's awful. Uh, I'm refreshing right now to see if I can get my mail says I've got some. Um, so the seller requested that you would like the refrigerator downstairs. Feel free. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. It does look like Gmail's being kind of slow. Um, so probably some certain, maybe just server issues or maybe they're getting, I mean, discord just went down and came back up. So there may be, there may be some issues going on with DNS, uh, DNS servers or something could be having issues with that. I don't know if that would affect it. It could just be outages. Uh, Orion Gamer Cat 
says in last season the only reason I managed to get to rank 100 was because the dawning repeatables gave so much XP do you think XP gain should be adjusted on whether or not the event like dawning is active to normal games well XP earn rate on bounties is um XP earn rate on bounties is actually pretty high it was really really high last season because you could grab the the dawning ones what what I think they're, they've already admitted they need to do, Luke Smith talked about this in his director's cut, it needs to be a balance between activity XP and bounty XP. So running a strike shouldn't be inferior to living in a lost sector. Running a raid, running a nightfall, uh, hanging out in the crucible all day, playing trials. Um, nothing. None of those things should be landing is an inferior grind to, to bounties. Bounties are so, so good. Um, there may be a lot of XP in trials. I think there's a lot of XP in trials. I feel like when I'm watching people play trials, I feel like their season pass is always leveling up. Uh, maybe I'm imagining things, but I definitely feel like I was seeing that thing light up a lot when I was watching teams play. So maybe trials does give a lot of XP. Maybe because it's a uh, maybe because the games are fat, kind of fast, and it's end game. That might be what's going on. But I think overall activities need to give a lot more XP than they presently do. Luke Smith conceded that in his director's cut. Shaw says. What if bounties didn't award XP at all and instead awarded increased drop chances for things like specific guns and armor? No, this is one of those times I'm going to say no. I don't think the system needs reinvented. I think the system is fine. It just needs tweaked. I don't think suggesting system-wide complete reworks are the solution. And I'm going to give you an example. Whenever people didn't like the affinity on armor, I was like, we can't jettison the affinity system from the game. It's here. But allow us to mitigate the pain. And Bungie's done that. So, if I get a drop and I'm like, wow, these boots are really, really nice, but I need these to be a different energy, I can come in here and do just that. You know, obviously you want to do that when they're lower level when they first drop. You don't want to do that when they're level 10. So right now, if I love the stat distribution on this Tangled Web Vest, which that's another bad example because it doesn't have the seasonal slot. um, I'm trying to find a piece. Here we go. So the seventh Seraph grips, if I really, really like the stat roll here and I wanted to change it to void, I come in here and I spend an upgrade module to do that, you know? So, and that was essentially what I suggested. I actually suggested it be an ascendant shard every time, but they did it differently. They did it on a scale of how high the energy level of the, of the item is. So it's like, don't get rid of the affinity system entirely. The affinity system is, is needed in some respects to create painful decisions in your loadout. Too much freedom in your armor loadout would remove a lot of the, the pain and the min-maxing and the choice of like, do I run this or do I run that? And I think those are good things to have. And I was like, you don't want to completely jettison the system. You want to tweak it to work better within itself. And that's why I said, just give us the ability to change it, you know, the affinity. I'm going to say a similar thing to you now. I don't think they need to completely reinvent the, the, the bounty system. You'll upset people. They'll be like, well, I liked earning XP from bounties, right? Why would I? Why would you want to get rid of that, you know? So it would be better to make the system work better as it's been built, you know? They built a car. Make the car run better. Don't destroy the car and build a motorcycle. Like, that's not what they need to do. My question is no bueno. No, it's not that your question is no bueno. It's just that, like, people do this all the time, right? And I know it starts to sound like like Lono's just so dismissive to ideas that aren't his. It's not that. It's that it's far more likely for Bungie to do something within an existing system as opposed to always inventing a new system. 
So they're not going to completely jettison affinity from the game because people don't like it. They're not going to suddenly jettison the function of bounties for XP from the game and, and make it an increased drop chance for things like specific guns and armor, enhancement cores, this and that, blah, blah, blah. They're not going to completely reinvent the system. They're going to work within it. They're going to say, okay, it's giving too much XP. Let's tone it down a bit. Let's make XP and in activities better. So when you complete a strike or a nightfall or a raid or a lost sector or an adventure, there's a there's a there's a stagger up of XP the higher up you go. I I think it's always better to to recommend to them and to ask for tweaks within the existing system that's way more likely to happen it's like when you're a kid and you go to your parents and you're like okay let's go ask mom and dad if we can go with our friends to the store and then you always have that sibling that's like well let's ask them if we can go to the store ask to borrow money and then ask if we can go to the arcade after the store and you're like listen you're asking for way too much they're just going to say no to all of it let's ask for the store we want to walk to the store they'll say yes to that so in this scenario Bungie's like, we can't reinvent the system. So when you suggest something like that, we're, there's there's no way we're ever going to be able to implement something like that. But when somebody's like, the system's causing me pain X and solution Y would minimize some of this pain and make it more enjoyable. Well, that's way more likely to happen in the game. What did we say about leveling that they did? What did we say? We always said, raise the soft cap, make it so every legendary, every blue that drops can help us. Why did we say that? We're working within the leveling system as it's designed and we're minimizing pain of leveling. We're minimizing the pain of bad RNG drops. And that's exactly what Bungie did. Now, I think they should go one further. I think every legendary in blue that drops should just be at your level to allow you to constantly be slowly bumping back, you know, bumping pieces that are, that are, uh, you know, falling behind. I think they could go even further. But again, I didn't say, let's reinvent the leveling system and let's go to this style of leveling. No. Now, we did say XP leveling would be nice. That's a more traditional way of playing in a game. And they added the artifact. But whenever I look at a system within the game, I'm always like, how can we make this machine run better instead of, no, just get rid of the machine, get another one. Because then they're spending way more development time trying to build that new machine instead of like tweaking and fine-tuning the existing one so leveling and bounties do not need to be jettisoned from the game or gotten rid of or completely retooled to do something completely different than they do now they need to be fine-tuned seb gifted a sub to brabi thank you for doing that four months from jaladic thank you for doing that great content thank you for uh taking your idea uh, everything about taking your ideas to bungie uh i have it on very good authority that they watch my content i mean i they've 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 admitted that they've they've Dylan's been in chat and gifted subs. Uh, one of their leads, one of their leads on product, I think, is interacting with me on Twitter all the time. Uh, Griffin has been here before. Like they watch my content. I don't need to like send them like a document. Like here's all my ideas. <laughs> they uh, they they frequent the channel in the videos. Uh, Clopas. What if they added back exotic quests found by completing bounties like Thorn and the other exotics in Destiny 1? That could make ritual weapon quests found by completing bounties or Vanguard. I'm going to be honest with you. My bias here is that I don't like it. Does that mean it's a bad idea? I don't want to be unfair to your idea um, and be like, nope, I don't like it. They shouldn't do it. I think I'm in good company. I don't think people like the idea of, well, I'm, I want to get that exotic, but I can't get it to drop. I just keep turning in bounties and I can't get it to drop. I don't know if that's the best implementation of exotic quests. Sinister Fire. Bounties. Do you think with the constant weapon switching for so many activities is problematic when trying to work on good loadouts? I'm finding it tough to be able to use weapons constantly due to leveling. Well, 
here's one of the reasons why I'm okay with you running through a strike and periodically having to change your weapon, okay? It's super, super low. You can literally take one strike, switch your weapons a couple times, and get every single weapon requirement bounty done. It is not that difficult. The ones that take the longest are the ones that, like, get 150 art kills, get 150 fallen kills. Those are the ones that take forever. I... I'm not going to give a whole lot of table to somebody claiming that like, oh, I can't run the guns that I want. Bounties are so frustrating. Dude, the kill count on get sidearm kills or get auto rifle kills, the kill counts on those are so low. You're going to get those in one strike. Just change your weapons a couple times. And honestly, running the absolute best loadout isn't really what strikes are for. Strikes are meant to be meat and potatoes grind and it helps with that. It should help with XP, help with drops for milestones and then be a great place to work on bounties, right? And you shouldn't be going into strikes and being like, "Well, this isn't fair. I have to, I have to keep switching my loadout. I need, to, I need to run my best, absolute, excellent roll, you know, loadout ever." No, you don't. You don't have to do that. You, you can, you can switch a couple times. You're killing thralls and, and dregs and stuff, and you're over leveled. Like, I think sometimes people overstate the changing of weapons. It's not that hard. It literally can be done in one strike. And then when you're going into a, like a nightfall or a raid, well, that's just not the time to be working on a bounty that's like, get art kills, get sidearm kills, right? I mean, that's that's not the time to be adjusting your loadout for a bounty. I kind of like bounties because they give me a reason to use weapons that are not in the meta. Sometimes I found some good weapons that way. That too, like, people are always like, oh, it gets so monotonous, it gets so repetitive. Well, you know, bounties can kind of shake things up. Running a sidearm instead of your hand cannon, running a shotgun or a sniper instead of or a fusion rifle, you know, instead of your instead of whatever it is you're typically using. Anakin Starkiller with 37 months. Thank you. Six months from Mike Johnson. Welcome back. It's annoying switching weapons on console. I mean, I'll concede that console menu load times can be pretty rough, but again, it's one strike. So like it doesn't it I don't know. Maybe I got really lucky, but the last couple of times I've taken all of my dailies and repeatables and weeklies into the Vanguard strike, it, the first strike I literally get all of the weapon requirements done. All of them. Um so I hear you. I do. I hear you. I don't know if me- if if menu load time is the best pushback to them saying, "Well, yeah, bounties are going to require you to kind of change your weapons here and there." Um, also, remember you're running three strikes, so you could literally work on one of them. Like, I don't really want to run a sidearm, but I'll run it. And then when you get done, you're able to run whatever else is in your loadout. You don't have to change your entire loadout. Uh, I don't know. I think sometimes we can get a little nitpicky, like bounties have to require some thought, some change, something that's, you know, somewhat specific. Um, I've been continuing to argue for the the synergistic nature of bounties being increased, so you're not being asked to do things that are against the burn of the strike or go to a planet that's not the flashpoint. I don't want to go too far, though, and be like, well, we can't require people to get sidearm kills and auto rifle kills because then they have to switch their weapons. 
that doesn't feel like a good enough reason to me. Right now, whenever I criticize bounties, how do I criticize them? They disrupt play flow. You go and play by yourself. They're not as fun. They're frustrating to do with other people around. They're not harmonious or synergized with the activities. The the required elements don't match the strike list. The required planet doesn't match the flashpoint. Like, I'm talking about actual play flow disruption. I'm not like, well, I have to go into my menu and change my weapon. Well, come on. That, that's kind of a given. You're running bounties. Dunadad with two months and then ten months from I'm not KC. Welcome back. Um, unforgotten FPS. What do you think about the Iron Banner bounties? Are they too easy or are they added to the multitask it mentioned earlier? I've not paid any attention to them, so I don't really have a strong answer here. I think the general consensus on Iron Banner has been that you need to be able to turn in the tokens no matter what like requiring the quest to turn in tokens i think is frustrating people uh understandably so it's like they get a bunch of tokens and have to just sit on them until they finish the quest and i think that's frustrating folks i'm not kc and kc flipper both in chat well this is awkward yeah, a little bit uh JV Dubs, do you think it would be fun to add different, more archaic weapons to the game, like how there's a bow, maybe some sort of exotic slingshot? Sounds dumb, but it might be cool. Um, I'm gonna go with the former more than the latter. I don't think that it might be cool. I think that'd get a little silly. Um, we're go- we're killing aliens and bosses and gods, and I don't think like a slingshot. You know, people are like, oh, get a get a crossbow, get a crossbow. We should have a crossbow. You know, I. I don't know. I would say that a sword and shield exotic would be pretty dope since they just kind of changed the way that blocking works. There could be a pretty cool exotic potential there to say, you know, hey, there's a sword and a shield. When you pull the sword out, there's like a an, an elemental shield that comes with it that can be used to block and parry uh, and knock back and stun and stuff. So like you'd have like two ways to attack with the exotic. I don't know, though, if I'm going to go all the way down this line and be like, yeah, give us slingshots and crossbows and, and a mace and a, I don't know, a scimitar. I don't, I, I get where you're coming from. I do, but I don't think a, a slingshot, the first game I thought of was like one of those like zombie games where you're using, you know, a piece of junk because it's all you have. You, know, <laughs> you like dug it out of a trash can. So... Bows suck. Get him out of here. Oh, bows are really strong. You're crazy. Rye health. So, should there be uh, general bounties and then six bounties for every vendor? I don't actually know how they would do it. I just think it should be more experientially, you know, organically natural. Uh, Lugia. Thoughts on the state of the Bright Dust economy? I have... I, I, I know that I play pretty hardcore and I play pretty bounty heavy. I think that Bright Dust is fine. I You get some from the pass. I have I, I have a regular influx from doing the bounties. I'm able to buy the things I want to buy. You know, I'm able to buy things with Bright Dust that I want to buy. And Bungie has made it to where you know 80% of the items can be bought with Bright Dust. So you just got to choose you know choose wisely. You can't buy literally everything in the Eververse with Bright Dust because you can't you'll never earn enough. Um, and you know that's fine. I think that the micro store should be allowed uh, to function. It should not just be like some secondary currency grind so I, I don't I don't think that the bright dust economy is 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 bad or jacked up or, or poor now I know last season really spoiled people because man oh man you got a lot from you know the dawning so 
it was it was a huge influx. You you got a lot of bright dust if you were running all of her dailies and repeatables and all the others as well. Or and I'm sorry, the, all of her uh, her weeklies and repeatables as well as all the others, you know, in the game as well. Hockey Dan, do you think bounties are better than the challenge system we had at launch in terms of accessibility and ease? I like the challenge system, but I think that there's something to be said for like having bounties in your inventory. You know, you click on them, you complete them. I I thought the challenges were cool. Uh, I've been playing Doom Eternal and I like that. Like I go into a piece of content. I'm sorry, I go into a mission and it's like, here are... You know, here are all the things that you need, uh, you know, to do while you're in here. And you get, I, I get rewards in Doom for doing it. If I do all the challenges, I get these batteries and these batteries can be used to unlock stuff back on my ship. So it's not just like a tedious piece of homework. It's like, no, no, this, this is actually going to benefit you uh, in the game. You can buy these upgrades or buy these customs. Well, the customizations don't do much for me, but they look cool. Um, so... I would say I would say that you know the challenges maybe could come back. I wouldn't really focus on that. I would focus on making bounties you know suck less because I think that they're just wearing people out. J Prend, if they made a weekly milestone for just completing bounties, say twenty or twenty-five, and made this a tier three, so you uh, weren't forced into modes, cough cough gambit, would this uh, offer up a bit of a solution? You're not really solving any problems here. You're kind of creating more of them. You're like, oh, hey, we'll give you a milestone for bounty completion. They already do that. Eight gunsmith bounties. You can complete them almost anywhere. And then you get a milestone. Uh, strike bounties. You know, you complete those bounties, you get a milestone. They already do this, right? I, I don't. I really don't think you're solving the problem by saying, oh, if you do 25 bounties, you're going to get a tier three powerful. Um, that was weird. You know, you're, you're driving people to do more bounties. I think at their core, bounties need to be themselves streamlined and synergized. And these these little types of suggestions, I don't think really get to the heart of the issue. The heart of the issue is the best way to run bounties is to go climb in a lost sector by yourself so that nobody can you know steal any of the kills. And I think if it's a you or your fire team scenario, that would be one of the best changes they could make. Um you ever complete this lost sector? No. Pendantic. Regarding daily bounties, I find myself making a daily trip to the tower to collect the lo- uh, to collect the load times add up on console. For a better experience, those destinations have daily challenges like year one. I don't think that's going to make a difference. You, you're still needing to go to the tower. A lost recon. What if we had a list of objectives in the quest tab, and for all the objectives per vendor, you can complete them and redeem them any time. They don't require, they just rotate daily. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I like the idea of challenges, and then you could just put it, yeah, you could just put it, like, on the little, uh, well, I can't even get the slide-out tab to come out right now. Yeah, you could put them over there. And just a daily challenge, like, go do this or go do that or blah, 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 loaded to this activity, and then we'll just give you stuff. Um, Avin J., is there a need for a leveling 2.0 that rethinks the progression? What would it look like? Or do they have mostly good formula that needs tweaked? I think the formula is fine that needs tweaked. I think one of the first things they need to do is implement smart RNG so any milestone or prime ingram cannot hit your highest. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to target my lowest, but the idea that you can run Crucible or Gambit and dedicate you know a portion of your time to a grind for a reward and then said reward can actually target the wrong slot and do nothing for you I don't know I uh I don't I don't think that that I don't think that's good 
I think that really, really frustrates people. I think people get really, really tired of that feeling. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing worse than dedicating time to something that you're really not looking forward to. Like, I don't really feel like running three Nightfalls. I don't really feel like running three Gambit matches or five Crucible matches. But if smart RNG was in place, you'd be like, well, you know what? It'll bump me. It'll it'll hit one of my spots and bump me. Um, yeah, or run a raid and get no upgrades at all because it's all energy weapons. So I would say the leveling formula is fine. You just need smart RNG on milestones and priming grams. The other thing you need to do is that uh, the... Um, the leveling itself should just kind of happen as you're playing if blues and purples are always dropping at your level so if you're if you're 970 right and you have a, a couple of spots that are not 970 everything should be dropping at 970 so like there's no question that you're you're getting progress by just playing the game. Now obviously your most efficient progress is going to come from paying attention, min-maxing and doing milestones, you know, interweaving them and things like that. I think that that would be a, a far better system. So uh that's too long of a question for me to read on the fly. You're going to have to submit something. Probably submit. Damon Gaming. If faction rallies ever come back in any form, do you think that they should have exclusive mods for each faction? Um, Man, I think you got to be careful. You know? I think you got to be careful. It's one of those things where if... if Oh, you want me to switch the off of arc? I'm uh, sorry, off of void? I, I, I'm not going to get dead too down deep into these weeds because faction rallies are probably not coming back anytime soon. What they're doing now with the, with the, um, the bunkers where you're unlocking the different Warmind Cell mods week, you know, week to week, they could do that with the factions to promote you being you know, spreading your allegiance around and obviously prioritizing one faction over another. But as soon as I say that, I immediately know almost every time they do something like this, it turns into, well, which 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 one should I run first? Which which you know, which one's best? They, remember when they did the catalyst? That's what everybody did. Well, Graviton Lance is the best catalyst. Everybody went Graviton Lance, and then the next catalyst was the Sunshot. And the next catalyst was the sweet business. So you got to be careful because it's really easy for the community to be like, well, this is the best mod. Everybody's going to go future war cold. And then after that, everybody goes to the next. And everybody goes to the next. I I get nervous about this because like, well, that's not really why people should be choosing the faction. They should be choosing because they like the cosmetics. They like the they like the the armor. You know, you put a sparrow ship and a ghost in there as, as cosmetic rewards for ranking up their season. You know, I think there's a lot of other reasons to drive people to a particular faction, not something like that that would just get measured by the community and then dictate where everybody goes. Uh, Mister Ploop says, "Do you think that the game has shifted from a more casual game to grindcore playstyle with the current bounty type?" I don't think that it's gone from casual to grindcore. I think it's more in the middle. I think casual players can get a lot done. I think hardcore players can get a lot done. And the absolute, you know, most grindy way to play the game is to, you know, grab bounties and live in lost sectors and 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 play, you know, the content as much as possible. Uh, but I don't think it's gone from like casual to hardcore or as you called it grindcore um I still think it's destiny I still think it feels like destiny it doesn't feel like a different game to me now 
if you're trying to compare year one to now, I mean, it certainly has changed a lot. It was very casual in year one. If you're trying to compare Forsaken to now, I would say it's less hardcore. Forsaken and Black Armory and Drifter and Opulence, they were pretty hardcore. The leveling was slow. There were more raids. There was more of a focus on the endgame aspirational stuff. Um, leveling and fusion were not casual friendly at all. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think you can make this claim. D, D2 vanilla to now, sure, but Destiny 2, year 2 to year 3, I don't know if I'd agree with that. I think people were naturally sort of driven away by some of the hardcore nature of year two um as opposed to it being like oh it's been casual all the way until now and now it's super super different and more hardcore it's it's as you call it it's like grindcore which sounds like a music genre um (laughs) so i think that is a music genre in any case clap for you Lono, do you think instead of bounties uh, in the bunker grind, should they have done weapon drops in the uh, in bunker clears? Well, the uh, the weapons drop when you clear the bunker, and the weapons drop when you do the public event. But it uh, it's few and far between, so it's not as simple as like oh, just you know, just just go and and run this over and over again to get the weapon. They have a chance to drop. Uh, I like the legendary law sectors have like almost like a guaranteed drop, like something drops every time. JD Gamer, hello. Do you think Iron Banner should change back to D one, where the game mode changed every month and had to come back and grind? I don't necessarily know if they need to grind, change the game mode in Iron Banner. I think they needed to do two things to Iron Banner that made Iron Banner so good in Destiny One. Number one, there needs to be a replenished loot pool. I I, I don't know how they expect people to play Iron Banner for almost no loot. So, it needs to have a new loot pool. Uh, Second, every time you play an Iron Banner game, there needs to be featured items that week that have a chance to drop. If you remember the days of the Clever Dragon, that was a time where it was very, very clear what was dropping. And, you know, it was nice. Anytime a game ended, you're like, oop, I might get one. Oop, I might get one. If you're getting shellacked, if you're getting stomped, if you're getting mercyed, you're like, no big deal. That's just getting me closer to another, uh, it's getting me closer to another drop. The other thing they did that was really, really good in Rise of Iron, Iron Banner was, you, you know, you got the tokens. You know, you get the tokens. You get the, um, it's, uh, it's a token for loss, and then you get another one, another one, another one, and after five losses, it caps. But again, whenever you won, you got, like, paid back or something. It kind of made it to where, you know, losing stunk, but they were going to make it, you know, not so bad when you finally got your win. You'd cash in that token and it would, like, give you a bunch of stuff. I would bring back those two things. End of game rewards... You know, obviously, new rewards to fuel that. To fuel that, new rewards, and then end of game rewards, and then go back to the era of uh, that. You know, getting a token on a loss. So you're just you're basically just motivating people just to play and just have fun. It's not supposed to be like this. You've got to win. If we don't win, you know, I'm deleting the game from my hard drive. You know, sweatbox seriousness. It's it's. I don't know. I always felt like it was meant to be more about the event than the challenge. Um, so, and I liked that. I remember whenever the clever dragon was in the game, I I went for it. I was playing in the evenings, man. I don't play PvP. I do not play PvP, and I was going in the evenings and being like, let me see if I can get one to drop. I'd play three or four games and hope. You know, that's whenever I was going for the. What was it? The swarm? Was that the grenade launcher? Everybody wanted the the void grenade launcher. The swarm 
with Spike. I remember doing that in D2. It was like, I better keep going. You know, I better I better try and get this thing to drop. And it was nice, you know, having something like that to chase. Ginger 300. Alongside bounties, do you think that they should reintroduce the challenge system from D2? Yeah, we already had that question. It could come back. Certainly could come back. Jaladic, do you think that the limit of five repeatable bounties is too low? So many trips to vendors. We already kind of addressed this with bounties. Like you could have the repeatables be either clear and 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 abandoned, so you, or just clear, and then you could have clear and refresh. So, um, if people asking where the hard light catalyst drops, I think it drops just in strikes right now. I think they've made some of these drop pretty uh, in 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 pretty high number too. Like it's not a most of the ones that drop in strikes now seem to drop very, very regularly. Um, I was gonna, I was hoping we could squeeze two percent out of one more run. Uh, dancing, dancing Viru says, "My brain struggles to come into terms with bounties. I don't know. Uh, hang on." I don't know if they're meant as catch-up mechanic or encourages me to burn through content very early on, or is that the intent? If XP translates into playtime investment, I'd rather have the art... This is not a question. This is just you complaining. Syogre. People often say that adding more experiences to the end activities would alleviate the issue uh, of bounties. Is that actually a good solution? Would that be a danger of people just saying that the bounties aren't worth it and that the bounties are more of an extra credit reward? Well, I would say if you if you do it right, then people would say, no, you want to run this activity and run bounties. If bounties are more naturally completing themselves, you could run strikes and you're getting bounties completed while you're running strikes. And then uh, while you're running strikes, you're also getting XP. So you're, you're double dipping. Like that would be my approach to it. Um, you know, I to me... To me, I, I would just continue to say it's not about the XP only. It's also about the experience. You know, you want both to be worth doing. Uh, so, Mm-mm. Diaz, when it comes to the bounty complaints, I thought it was more based on the fact that people were repeatedly doing bounties in lost sectors and leveling the artifact faster than others who don't. If bounties are made easier and synergistic, wouldn't that just make leveling gap even greater? I've never heard anybody saying. Um, I've never heard anybody saying that they're they're tired of people leveling up too fast. They're just sick of doing bounties. Dancing viruses didn't mean in this complaint, sorry. Just structure your question in the form of a question. It just sounded like you asked me like a very generic question and then typed up a paragraph to complain about stuff. Like I would just say just phrase it a little bit better. I don't want to read like a paragraph of somebody who's unhappy about something. That's not really you know, QA is not really for that. Um, so um, I to me though, Diaz, I don't think this is the right read. I don't think this is the right read at all. Wow, this thing doesn't move with the catalyst. Gee, many Christmas. It is noticeably different now that I have the catalyst on hard light. Like it just doesn't move. Gee, many Christmas. I I don't think the main issue people have with leveling is. Well, people are leveling too fast, and I don't like that. No, it's this is the most efficient means of leveling, and all the activities now are basically in com- in competition with bounties. So if I'm running strikes, it doesn't feel like I'm efficiently leveling. If I'm doing this, I'm not efficiently leveling, you know. And I, I think that's mainly where it's coming from. So, 
Imagine that on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't move on the controller. Uh, just Junior. I'm off topic as usual, but would Bungie uh, shutting down D1 give them more developable bandwidth and server capacity? That's not how it works. No, it would have no relation to the efficiency of D2's development cycles or server space. How do you think Bungie can make less FOMO fear of missing out, that's what FOMO stands for for season year 4, it seemed like Luke was hinting at uh, focus more on core activities um, that's that's what Luke said they were going to do you, you've you answered your own question, Tyke like, he said we want to do less FOMO and that was his answer to that question we want to do more about reinvigorating and reinvesting in core activities as opposed to being like, here's an activity that goes away, you've 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 got it. That's what he said. I mean, he 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 said that's how they wanted to approach it. Jaladic would maybe having objectives for the day and the week help with the XP grind. We've already had the thing about the objectives. Um, actually, no. This is an idea that I've been saying. Um, this sounds like ripped right from my videos. Uh, maybe you didn't do it, but that's what I've been saying. Um, maybe you haven't heard me say this. I have said that people might feel a little less like, oh, I got to grab a bunch of bounties if they would just be sort of checking on a vendor. So you would like go grab your bounties from the crucible and then he'd have a daily objective, a weekly objective, and then like a monthly objective. And so the idea would be it's not a bounty. It's just something that's kind of happening while you're playing almost like a reputation gain thing where like the more you play the rep goes up something like that i've been i've been advocating for that for a while since i've been kind of really pushing for the vendors to get a nice update do you think triumphs like the ones we saw with menagerie and pinnacle weapons would be a good way to mix things up i could see them being re refactored to help balance as players experience alongside bounties um so you think triumphs would be a good way to mix things up. No, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Triumphs have nothing to do with the situation with bounties. Now, I think a mid-lane solution to what you're asking for and what we just talked about would be like objectives. It'd be at the NPC. It would grant some sort of a rank boost or something that would be beneficial to you. And then you would be like, oh, thanks, I got my weekly objective for Zavala or daily or whatever. Triumphs are just very different in my mind. Diaz. When it comes to the bounty complaints, I thought it centered around, you submitted that twice, McCheshire. Does every objective have to be in the form of a bounty? Is there a potential in running a strike and having these bonus objectives appear? Yeah, we've had this suggested multiple times. That's right out of year one. They could decide to bring that back. Moroi. What if we could buy bounties from a tab of the directory, uh, just like how they moved the Eververse to it? Yeah, listen, I'm not opposed to this. I know I get kind of I get kind of sentimental when this question comes up. I'm like, there's just something about going to the tower every day, starting your day at the tower. You go to the tower and you grab your bounties. I think requiring one trip to the tower is fine. You go and grab your dailies and weeklies and repeatables. And I think what we've come up with being able to complete and replenish a repeatable, I think that's a a, a good solution that doesn't take away the idea of like you go to the tower it's the social space there's a ritual there but when you have to do like the Ada frame farm or you're just doing a bounty farm and you're just constantly going back and forth in the tower that's what I'm like yeah I hear you on that that's a bit much we don't want to overreact though and invalidate any reason to go to the tower except for what it would basically be like going to see the cryptarch and to grab milestones um that'd be the only reason to go to the tower so 
I can appreciate not making a console player especially go to the tower numerous times. I can definitely appreciate not requiring folks to do that, but I also don't want to completely invalidate the entire social space. I just don't think that that would be um, as helpful. Now, a bounty board might be nice. If you want to grab bounties from Hawthorne or Drifter or Ada... Uh, you know, that can be a bit much going all the way over there. They're not necessarily relevant. Going over to Saint's fine. I think going to Saint as the Trials, you know, NPC is fine. Eric, what about allowing the repeatable bounties to be picked up from orbit? Yes, yeah, the same as the last question. Hobbit Spartan, I know that this is a broad question, but what, it, what if any changes would you make to the artifact? It's actually not that broad. I've actually talked about this a lot. I might need to do a whole video on what I'd like to see happen with the artifact. Number one, I think champion mods on primaries should just become uh, standard. They, they should not be relegated to a season. So I think in September, I should be able to put anti-barrier on any weapon that it makes sense. It should be able to go on an auto rifle, uh, SMG sidearm, and then unstoppable should be on hand cannon. You know what I'm saying? Always available on primaries. I think what they should focus on next is what they started to do with the sword this season. Overload is on a sword. Start putting maybe newer champion mods on other weapons. Um, One of the things I said that would be cool is if there were armored champions in the game that could show up and you would need to run an armor piercing mod on your sniper. So here comes the armor here comes the armored champion and now snipers have a utility. I got to knock his armor off when I do he dies a whole lot faster. And that would suddenly create a reason to carry a sniper. Um you could do um you could do like enraged champions and you'd have to use a shotgun um, and you'd have to use an, uh, you know, a, an ice, an icer mod that basically like shuts down their enrage. Like they're just running around super fast and doing tons of damage. And, and that's why you'd want to have like a shotgun that can like get them out of being enraged. I would take the champion system and expand it so that you're going into content and being more thoughtful about what the, what you're using. Right now, champions just aren't landing exactly right. Unstoppable champion? That's kind of like an unstoppable, but not really. Unstoppable champions are just big and they aggressively push. An enraged champion would be literally doing double damage and like almost taking no damage and you would want an enraged champion to be something small so it'd be harder to deal with it'd be almost be like um if you remember the rabid enemies in borderlands you know the, the, the rabid stalkers are like crawl on the ground really really fast that'd be kind of fun that would that would kind of change um change combat a little bit would being more flexible with mods in general be too far? No, I loved, I absolutely loved Paul Tassie's suggestion on the Rageous Roundtable. Let's say, whoops, let's say that I am using an SMG, and my SMG can be either overload or anti-barrier. I should be able to load both in, and if I hold down X, it cycles between the two. So now you can add, again, more layers to the combat, more champions. I don't have to worry about going into my freaking menu and switching weapons or switching mods. I can toggle between anti-barrier and overload. You can do the same thing with all these other mods I'm coming up with. Oh, I've got a shotgun and there's berserker champions and there's armored champions. I have to hold down X to toggle the active mod and then go take out that enemy. 
that feels like if you've watched my doom combat that kind of feels like doom it's like you know what weapons work the best against certain enemies and you're changing on the fly sometimes i'm switching between the different ways and the different firing types on the weapons and it's really satisfying in doom i don't even play doom at a high level i'm sure it gets even better when you watch the higher skilled doom players um you think guns should have dedicated ammo mod slot to make the system easier um I don't know what you mean by dedicated ammo mod slot. Oh, like they have their own mod slot for this specifically, so it doesn't make you take off something like, you know, minor spec or major spec or something. Um, Hold X, maybe cycle a reload animation or something like Lord of Wolves. Right, something like that. Now, again, the D-pad, unfortunately, has all the emotes on it, so it might not be that simple. Um, You could maybe make it... Oh, you know what they could maybe do? It might not be doable. You know how you hit LB and RB to activate your super? Maybe L trigger and right trigger at like the same time because you do you do them in different succession now, so it might not work. Because like right now, if you hit LB and RB, you don't melee and grenade at the same time. You do your super. If you hit L trigger, R trigger at the same time, it could basically toggle uh, the mod. You can just quickly... Now, you might end up doing it by accident a lot of times, so that might not be the best solution. Maybe holding X is the best solution. Um, in any case, the idea would be uh, to allow you to toggle between them, again, to add more depth. So you'd have more champions, more things going on, but you would be empowered as the player to be like, I gotta switch off of Unstoppable, here comes an anti-barrier. I have to switch off of, you know, Berserker Buster mod, I gotta put on the Armor Busting mod, you know? So, it could, it could, it could be something, it could be something to that effect, you know? Yeah, I think you would do it all the time by accident if it was LT and RT at the exact same time. Um, I, there would be, I think there'd be a way for them to find out a way to do it on the on the controller. Um, you know, why is this guy talking about controllers? Who the f cares? Uh, people that aren't stupid and ignorant like you and acknowledge the fact that the largest portion of the player base is playing on the PlayStation Four, but I, it's hard to understand that and think beyond the scope of what you play on because you're dumb. Uh, Squash Tradamus. Do you think if repeatable bounties worked on a per instance basis that this would fix the issue of needing to return to vendors? Guardian loads into the strike, has a set of three bounties to complete before the end of the strike. This would work in the Crucible and the Gambit matches as well. I don't know. I would say I would say that there's that there's a significant problem with doing it that way. You'd want to make them real easy to do. Right? There'd be nothing worse than like getting to the end of the strike and be like, "Great, I needed one more kill and I didn't get it," and then and then and then it resets, right? I I don't think I would like that. Now now wait, let me let me let me tweak your idea. Completed ones would do what you're saying. Uh, incomplete mods, incomplete bounties would just carry over to the next strike and not reset. Only completed ones would reset on the instance. I like that. That's not bad. That's like the challenge thing. But the challenge thing did reset as soon as you went to another strike, I think. Did it? I can't remember. Uh, hey Shiz. Throwing out an idea here. How would you feel about a modifier system like the Five of Swords, but for patrol spaces? It would increase XP gains from everything. Danger here is that the idea is great, but the way that the public spaces work would make this kind of dumb. Um, not that your idea is dumb. Hear me out. Your idea is great. I actually like this. I've asked for world tiers in the public spaces, and I think that that'd be awesome. Here's the dilemma. Let's say you set your 
five of swords to make everything really tough and you're getting increased XP and increased drops or blah 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 you have a tangible reason to do this okay and you go into an instance and I'm in your instance and I've not done that to my five of swords well suddenly I'm like one of the Avengers in your instance I'm killing everything super easy I'm saving your life I'm making things super easy for you because I've not done that to my five of swords and then I know what your pushback will likely be because this is what I would think well only put me in an instance with other people where they've done the same thing well now you're going to have a really really hard time finding anybody to put in your instance you have a really hard time putting anybody in your instance you have to find somebody who's doing exactly what you're doing and then that would likely fragment the player base even more I love your idea I've had similar ideas but then I, as soon as I think about it I'm like eh, it would fragment the player base you would feel really alone in the public space because you're like well nobody set their world to tier 4 today nobody's here challenges were daily per playlist yeah they were daily I think stare in the sun Lono, I personally feel pretty indifferent to leveling, but I admit that a lot of people have pain points in non-targeted powerful pinnacle drops. Uh, um, Vulcan has a system where when you complete an objective, it gives you the choice between three different drops. Do you think that that would be a good way of blending both RNG and intentionality? I would take that, and this is what I would do. When you grab a milestone or turn in a prime, let me say armor or gun first okay let me say armor or gun and then second never target my highest item so if my lowest item is boots and my second lowest item is a chest piece and my highest item is a is a is a helmet i'm gonna pick armor and then you apply some smart rng so it doesn't land on my helmet it lands on something that helps me to some degree i think that'd be fine That'd be totally fine. We don't even need to pick helmet or armor if the stupid system would work, like, intelligently. (laughs) Oh, hey, his kinetic energy and his heavy are all his highest items. Oh, this must be somebody who just handed down the weapons. This is their second character. I've got an idea. Let's give them a weapon. No, don't give me a weapon, you freaking dumb system. I want armor! Like, you, it needs, smart RNG. Just avoid my highest items. Listen, I know they can do it. I know they can. It's it's it wouldn't be difficult. Don't even if you try and tell me it'd be difficult for them to do this, I will I will laugh. It would not be difficult for them to implement this system. To have an if then clause on the drop to avoid the highest item. That would not be RNG. Who what who cares about that? Why would you want why do you want RNG in leveling? As I've said multiple times this morning, if you play five games of Crucible, and I play five games of Crucible, and you get the exact drop that you need, and I get the worst drop possible, you just retroactively wasted my time. You reached into the past, and you said, hey, these five games that you just played, (laughs) you wasted your time. You should have done something else. And your friend's like, yay, I leveled up. And we both did the exact same thing. You're joking? Oh. Well, listen smart RNG is what I'm asking for. I am not advocating for it to always target your lowest because that's not even smart RNG. That's just like, that's just like backfill leveling. Everything that drops hits a backfill. Like, I'm not saying for that. I'm saying smart RNG to avoid something that literally does nothing for you. Like, nobody wants to play three games of Gambit, five Crucible matches, or three Nightfalls, and get something that literally does nothing for you. That's, that's infuriating. 
it's time for that to go the way of the dodo get that out of the game it's 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 a terrible experience for the player it's me daniel casket oh hi uh hey lono how would you feel about progressive bounties one bounty you can get for an activity that progressively gets harder and has more tasks until it gets to the point that you get an exotic or a legendary say you have to kill dregs and then it ends with having to kill the ordeal nightfall boss but you get a guaranteed item these sound like mini quests to me sounds like a bounty quest this sounds like a pretty in-depth system that isn't presently needed i don't dislike the idea i just don't know if this is what's needed right now that's a quest and i i don't dislike this is a quest that you could do multiple times i think that's his idea in his mind it would be an intentional grind for like a guaranteed exotic listen it's not that the idea is bad, I just don't think that's what's needed right now. I think bounties and leveling and other systems in the game need a lot of fine-tuning, a lot of tweaking. You're like, yeah, but what if we build a whole other thing? Uh, I'll give you a maybe somewhere down the line. I don't dislike the idea of saying, hey, this bounty is going to get tougher and tougher and be more like a quest, but then you're going to have a chance at these exotics that are, you know, dropping this season or something. E-Rock. Do you think Bungie will ever add dual-wielding weapons to the game, or would you like to see that in the game? I want dual-wielding swords like the captains and the vandals use when they spin around and stuff. I think that'd be pretty fun. As far as dual-wielding like SMGs or sidearms, I that just, I don't know. That feels like Call of Duty to me. I, I, that doesn't feel like Destiny. I'm not against it, but I'm not going to advocate for it. Pinoy. Do you think it would help bounties if you had a repeatable type bounty that would increase XP gain as you keep doing them? For example, finish a strike with a certain kill precision kill ratio, increasing the amount of kill requirement every time you continue doing it. This is similar to some other ideas this morning. I'm going to I'm going to kind of start gliding over the microcosm like the little tiny solutions because I think it's just a bigger a bigger solution is needed before they start doing stuff like that. Uh the higher fair fairy i think fairy hd on a positive note that i have not heard anyone talking about i've been experiencing great stat totals on my legendary armor drops have you been experiencing this also since the update uh uh here and there they're definitely more spiky in their stat distributions they said that was going to be the case um i think we should praise bungie for what they have done well not just bash them constantly well if you were here for my video okay if you were here for my video, the first two sections of the bounty video was forgetting quality, and I talked about how we as a community tend to forget quality of life improvements that we've gotten in the game, things that have made the game better, and then I also talked about how better than nothing, and I've talked about how getting bounties as a side grind is better than nothing, because if we didn't get bounties, we'd be only grinding activities, and that would honestly be worse. I wasn't saying better than nothing, like, what's better than nothing, like, defending mediocrity. I'm saying, if we didn't get bounties, it would only be activities. We'd be getting burned out on activities instead of bounties. Like, it'd be six of one, half a dozen of the other, and in any case, bounties are not necessarily needing to be run in lost sectors. Some of that's self-imposed. So I did spend some time sort of praising like we got good quality of life update in Forsaken and Shadowkeep, but I do think they need to tighten up the bolts, the nuts and the bolts on bounties and leveling. Those two things in particular, I think need to be more refined. Dan Holland. What do you think of the idea when you add stat boosting mod to your armor for intellect? Let's say it fills up the next tier and not just add 10 to the stat. This is not something I want to talk about right now. I don't think that's a needed thing. That's, like, really minimizing the need to min-max and check for good stats. 
This is more of an attack on the subreddit on Reddit and less of you, my bad. No, 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 you're good, you're good. I just wanted to make sure you knew I definitely did that in my video because a lot of people are upset about bounties. I want to affirm people being kind of annoyed with bounties. I want to affirm their frustration with some of the lack of synergy like, hey, go run strikes. It's void week and all the bounties are arc. Like, what the frick? Like, I want to affirm people, but I also be like, yeah, let's keep the big picture in mind here, folks. Leveling's way better. Bounties have been a really nice quality of life add to the game. The people that feel it the worst are the people that play hardcore and live in a lost sector that's somewhat self-imposed. You know, let's keep some perspective here. Um... David's Valkyrie was six months. Thank you for the resub. Winu says, how about sword blocks being able to parry boss stop mechanics? Uh, sure. It absorbs it right now. Whitlow. Do you think we should be able to grab bounties from orbit? We already had this question. Uh, Ginge Tom. We could have bounties similar to triumphs on a menu. 100 art grenade kills ETC. But I think the player would just grind it out too quickly. Smaller bounties that are default... Uh, would be better than picking up manually okay thank you for not submitting a question that's not annoying at all that was just you sharing your thoughts that's not what Q&A is uh, Dark Carnival Productions hey man love the channel and the content been watching since Forsaken at this point I'm wondering what are your thoughts on the pinnacle gameplay going into the inevitable fall expansion which I assume will be ported to PS5 and Xbox Series X like D1 had a free upgrade to PS4 and Xbox One versions if you own I didn't need a history lesson but thank you <laughs> would you like to see more focuses on raids and dungeons and for that matter what are your thoughts on having prestige raids return people writing war and peace um more of a focus on raids and dungeons won't happen you're gonna get one raid one dungeon a year that's the most likely outcome and then hard raids returning i have an entire video on that bring back hard raids i use the sunsetting system that's on the way as a way to show how perfect that could work so this september we're gonna get a raid okay let's call it raid you know raid blackness okay the blackness raid is on some place it's crazy it's dark there's lots of shadows it's nuts okay and the blackness raids gives you a bunch of great awesome shadowy cool weapons okay a year later those weapons are set to sunset Okay, 2021, all your shadowy weapons, they're a year old. They're strong enough for the normal raid. They're honored. They are, they are respected. Ooh, yeah, I'm going to go into the new raid with these, but they're not going to be strong enough and infuse high enough for the impending hard raid. That would then give you a reason to gear up for the hard raid you're grinding the normal raid with your year old raid weapons they're respected they're honored and then you start getting new raids these are the these are the red raid weapons this new red raid all the weapons are red they're doing this new red damage thing it's contextual there's intrinsic perk you know there's intrinsic perks on it that make it stronger so you're gearing up to get ready for the hard raid right so I would say that would be the time to say we're bringing back normal and hard raids. You don't have to do a normal and hard raid this September. You don't have to. You would bring it in 2021 as a way to say, hey, we know the idea of sunsetting can be can be frustrating to some folks, and we wanted to honor your year-old raid weapons. They will be strong enough for the normal raid, but the hard raid you're going to want to be gearing up for. And they would laden it and lace it with even more incentives. 
things like Oracle Disruptor. If that's intrinsic to the weapons that are dropping in that raid, you're going to naturally want to use those anyway, and you would just sort of do a self-pruning that wouldn't feel forced or coerced. It would feel natural to the content. Jinja 300. Do you think Exotic Armor should have a universal seasonal mod slot? Uh, having been a lot of fun playing with these Warmind mods, yeah, I can see why they're not doing it. Exotics kind of bring so much strength to the game. You don't necessarily need to have the seasonal slot on them. I could go either way on this. Sure, do it, but I can understand if they don't. I, I, I can see it from both sides. Jay Lachlan. I had this thought earlier. Uh... Not a question. Nyx fan. Besides the problem with bounty XP and hard light, do you think Bungie will ever address the issue with load times between activities and these constant contacting Destiny 2 server errors? Okay, so load time on console is sometimes more related to you not having the game installed on an SSD. You can invest into an external SSD and it will increase, uh, it will um, decrease, I'm sorry, decrease load times and make your experience quite a bit better. Now, the connection issues, the server issues, the disconnects and the error messages hopefully get addressed very, very soon. Um, The question isn't necessary. Do you think Bungie will ever address these issues? No, I think they're happy that we're all getting disconnected and beavered. Of course they're going to address it. Do you think Sivo will ever return? Sure. I don't know if in D2 though. Maybe. People want it to return. People are, people are, People are pretty strong insisting that Siva's coming back because of all the Eververse stuff with Siva on it. Uh, Atheist Boy, what would be something you would want completely overhauled for year four or for Destiny 3? Something I want completely overhauled would be all of like the weapon system. I-, I think that needs a total overhaul. I think weapons and the perks and investment in weapons needs completely overhauled so that we start just getting rid of all that stuff. You know, naturally on your own choosing to do it the same way they did with armor 2.0 primetime fps do you feel that they can bring back nostalgic weapons like nirwin's mercy and iron banner to make it more interesting to play and grind instead of this bow why not create a quest line for a weapon like that six to one half a dozen of the other right if they bring back an old weapon people will complain that it's a reskin if they bring back so they do something new like a bow people are like i don't like it they can't win so your solutions uh a, a woulda coulda shoulda that wouldn't probably change much uh cryha what are your thoughts on guardian games being the third event to use a variation of the verdant forest um do we know that they're doing that i don't know i it, the verdant forest oh the verdant forest yeah 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 haunted forest verdant forest i don't know i don't know if that's what they're gonna do do we know that for sure it looks to me like Guardian Games is going to be something where the, you're grinding a Titan Hunter or Warlock and representing your Titan Hunter or Warlock in the tower. There's like moat banking stations in the tower. A red for Titan, blue for a Hunter, and yellow for the Warlock. So, you can see they changed the Triumph. Oh, so we know this. This is a known thing. Check it. Alright, hang on one second. I was not aware of this. Um, is it in the seasonal one? Triumphs are in-game. Okay, I am looking, and I'm not... You're going to have to get... You're going to have to help me out here. Um, What page? Oh, is it in events? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Seasonal events. I'm sorry. Upcoming? Festival of Lost, Crimson Days. Is it up here? I don't know where they... I'm not seeing it. The top one. I don't understand. It's already all done for me. 
I am confused. Oh. Oh, complete any seven 2020 Guardian Games Triumphs. I've gotten all seven. Clear the Verdant Forest. Oh. This can't be... This has to be a glitch. You... Oh no, they literally, the text does say, during the 2020 Guardian Games, defeat bosses in the Verdant Forest while wearing at least four pieces of the inaugural, inaugural, I hate this word, inaugural, inaugural, (laughs) I hate this word, anytime I have to say the inaugural address, I like just fump, I just like fuddle through it, the inaugural Garden Games armor set, I hate that word, dude, it's like a claw, 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 it's like I'm, it's like I got marbles in my mouth. So yeah, defeat... Okay, hang on. During the 2020 Guardian Games land melee final blows on enemies in the Verdant Forest, any Black Armory Forge, or in the raids. So yeah, it looks like they're bringing back the Verdant Forest. I mean, here's the thing. I'll be curious to see what the rewards are like. Are they going to change the Verdant Forest? Here's why I'm not that upset about it, because it's just like a free... It's just like a free community event. You can't expect them to do that much for a free community event. It's it's just going to be like, hey, go do all this stuff and get pretty things. That's usually what it is. So, inaugural. 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 There it is. I have to focus on the nog. <laughs> inaugural. <laughs> now it sounds weird. Inaugural address. <laughs> now it doesn't sound right. Inaugural. <laughs> inaugural? That's not right. Inaugural. That's it. Inaugural. It even sounds weird the more I say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on. I hate when I I hate when I have to say that word. That was like multiplicative. You know? We would see multiplicative in something and I would be like multiplicate 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 Ah, oh, forget it. <laughs> multiplicative used to trip me up too. <laughs> inaugural. That's right. Inaugural. Okay, explosive gaming. Is Crucible or Comp easier with a controller on PC? It's up to you. Uh, Whatever you're most comfortable with. Spike Jones, how do you feel about exotics returning from D1? Don't really care. Commander Tyke, I know you don't like completely changing something, but maybe add character leveling instead of the leveling? No, absolutely not. Please, no. I, no. Uh, I am Robocop. Guys, it's pronounced inaugural inaugural i got it multiplicative oh that's right it's multiplicative not multiplicative it's multiplicative multiplicative that's such a weird word multiplicative it sounds so like yes you have to carry the one and consider the multiplicative properties of the two like multi multiplicative <laughs> can't even do it in a voice it's so unnatural uh do you think we should get exotic class items again. I do. Nah, I don't really care. Vra, Vroa. Uh, Vroa says, Are you fine with the timing of the bounties? 24 adds a hurry and a shore-like task that should not, that should, should not. Much love. I don't really care about that. Cover two. Do you think that the incoming focus on core activities from Bungie will allow those that love Crucible to be able to hit power cap by playing PvP only? Uh, I've advocated for that. I've advocated for that. I don't think you have to constantly go to other other pieces of the game to level. I don't like that. 
Pinoy. What do you think about random special bounty given similar to how they did for Black Armory? I'm not a fan of that. Somebody asked a similar question earlier about like an exotic bounty or quest dropping from that. I just don't like that. A random bounty dropping because then when we needed them, remember when you needed those bounties from Ada and like people couldn't get them to drop and they were turning in bounty after bounty after bounty after bounty? I don't know. To me, I'm not I'm not too worried about it. This is getting ridiculous. Osiris gear recycled, Iron Banner recycled, new Crucible maps recycled, new armor recycled, now Guardian Games recycled. They didn't even size the maps they brought back to D2 Crucible. I've never complained before, but my gosh, this is insane now. Do you want to know what all those things have in common, Gungeon? They're all free. So I that's part of the problem, right? If they bring back anything or do anything substantive for Crucible, they can't charge money for it. If you monetize maps, if you monetize trials, if you put a paywall in front of all that Crucible stuff, it fragments the player base and subsequently damages the player funnels. Those are all free things. Like, that's the problem. Iron Banner, Trials, Guardian Games, these are all free things. So yeah, like, they're gonna probably go the route of, like, more reskin repurpose for free stuff. And then the monetized stuff, they're gonna say no. Now, I know what somebody's gonna say. Legendary Lost Sectors, Lono, that's a reskin. The only difference I would say there is, is that bringing maps or guns back are more of a one-to-one, like, quote-unquote reskin i think repurposing is different i'm okay with spending money for a season where they repurpose blind well and it's different and there's different enemies and different loot inside i'm fine with that i'm fine if they if they repurposed escalation protocol that doesn't justify it yes it does what so you think you think they're supposed to spend a disproportionate amount of time creating a bunch of brand new activities new spaces, new things, new weapons new maps, and just give it away for free? What? Where are we right now? Why would you think that? If it's gonna be free it's probably gonna be more in the line of a reskin more in the line of like a, a marginal update. If it's monetized it's gonna be like a bunker it's gonna be like the weapon earn rate the bunker bounties, the lower pass of the, the lower lane of the season pass, sundial like they're gonna actually create the content like listen I've said this a couple of times I feel bad for the crucible homies and I've been trying to take them up like a notch and give them more but I've also said you can't ask for much because they can't charge you for anything we're playing destiny 1 it kind of feels like I'm playing Destiny 1 because you're making tired criticisms that don't have any legs. This game is nothing like Destiny 1. Your criticism sounds like we're playing Destiny 1. The game doesn't feel like Destiny 1. How's it like Destiny 1? When in Destiny 1 did you get content every three months? When in Destiny 1 did you have bunkers? Public events the size of what we have now? When in Destiny 1 did you have the trickle and rhythm of content that we've had at this moment in time? Never. Destiny 1 never was like this. Destiny 1 never had the lively public space we have now. They didn't have lost sectors. They like you're living in a dream world there were there were literal 9 and 10 month droughts in destiny 1 like we have way more content way more to do add up all the activities all the loot all the guns all the places to go in destiny 2 and destiny 1 looks like a joke at this point like i love destiny 1 i always will love destiny 1 it had better raids it had I think probably better end game guns, but 
you can't like you can't look at Destiny 1 and compare it anymore. We have completely left it behind. D1 had better structure? How? How? How did it have better structure? King's Fall was out and 2 months later everybody was complaining about nothing to do. And do you know you want to know what? They had to complain for 8 more months cuz nothing happened. There was nothing going on in the game. Rise of Iron was smaller than Shadowkeep and nothing happened for a year. So Shadowkeep was bigger than Rise of Iron. Forsaken rivaled the size of King of, of Taken King, and both those DLCs were followed by more content than you ever got in D1. If you start making true parallels, D2 to D1, D1 gets left in the freaking dust. Forsaken rivaled the size of the Taken King. Are you kidding me? The Tangled Shore, the Dreaming City, the Last Wish Raid, the trickle of content in the Dreaming City, it rivals the size and substance. It might even surpass the size and substance of the Taken King. You're you're crazy. You're you're nuts. And then Shadowkeep rivals the size of Rise of Iron. And what happened in between? In between the Taken King and Rise of Iron, there was virtually nothing. There was the April update. After Rise of Iron, in between Rise of Iron and the launch of D2, nothing. They reskinned all the raids. I loved it, but come on, be real. In between both Shadowkeep and Forsaken, you got way more content. You got Black Armory, Drifter, and Opulence. After Shadowkeep lands, which is essentially our Rise of Iron, as far as size and substance... We, we've gotten way more content. D2 reskins everything. D1's better. Did y'all forget about Age of Triumph? Right. Like, what? <laughs> like, like, come on. <laughs> it's, there is, it, there's no argument. The weapons we got in Shadowkeep were dope. They looked cool. They were awesome. They had good rolls. The weapons we got in Sundial were dope. They were new. They weren't reskins. They had awesome rolls on them. We got brand new weapons this week, season called Seraph Weapons. It can do something in the game that you can never, you've never could do in Destiny One. The planets were better in D One. <laughs> How? How are they better? There was nothing happening. The planets were better in D One. You're cr- oh, I know it gets subjective, but you're you're crazy. There is nothing! There nothing happened on the planets! They were ghost towns! I go into the public space now, there's adventures, there's public events that are much bigger than everything we had. We have Escalation Protocol in the public space. We have the new Public Tower event in the public space. There's random HVTs that can lead to like little puzzles where you're jumping along stuff. You're crazy! Listen, I love D1 as much as the next person, but the the, the things you guys are saying are completely unsubstantiated. Like, you can't substantiate those claims. (laughs) Temporary tower event asterisk. Right. That, that, you're right. Because it's temporary, the, 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 the planets were better in D1. Smaller and more dormant with less going on and less to do. You're right. I'm sorry. They had lost sectors. No, they didn't. They had adventures. No, they didn't. They had pretty sizable public events. No, they didn't. They didn't have any of those things. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> it's just... I, I'm telling you, I've said this so many times. If I could go back in time and I could show you everything we got in Shadowkeep, everything we got in Season of Dawn, everything we got in Season of the Worthy, if I could show you that and I visited you from the future and said, hi, how are you doing? Yeah, you just got Rise of Iron. Um, what do you think of this? You'd be like, wait a minute, I don't understand. 
Yeah, this here, Shadowkeep, it's roughly the same size as, uh, as Rise of Iron. What's all that other stuff? Oh, this down here? Yeah, this is, uh, this is Season of Dawn. W- what? What do you mean? W- when's that launch? Oh, it launched in December. Huh? What? We don't get anything in December. Yeah, I'm not done. Uh, a couple months later, in March, you're gonna get, uh, Season of the Worthy. Yeah, uh-huh. Whole new thing. Rasputin's doing stuff. Cabal's doing stuff. Yeah, it's wild and crazy. What are, uh, what are you getting in March? Nothing? What are you- Huh? quality not quantity don't make me freaking laugh rise of irons quality what it it was good enough to last you an entire year what were you doing two strikes a small public space in a raid in archon's forge all things that you essentially got in shadow keep you think the quality of rise of iron was worth getting nothing for an entire year you somehow think that you're you're nuts you're nuts it's unsubs you can't substantiate that claim there was nothing in rise of iron to last a year there was nothing. You had Archon's Forge, you had a great raid, and you had two strikes. And the, and the Plaguelands was a giant circle. You got the entire moon in Shadowkeep. They're basically equal. A 30-minute story. Yeah, I mean, Rise of Iron did have campaign, but so did Shadowkeep. If you compare the substance and the depth of Shadowkeep to Rise of Iron, they're virtually equal. As far as size, substance, depth, things to chase, things to do, they're virtually equal. Now, people always want to go to, like, the vendor refreshes, but come on. Rise of Iron had four story missions, my dude. Yeah, you're right. They did, my dude, and you played them the first week and never looked back. Were you playing those story missions a year later? No, you weren't. Give me a break. Everybody has rose-colored false memories. Everybody has rose-colored false memories memories. I loved Rise of Iron. I loved Wrath of the Machine. I lived in Archon's Force, but you're crazy if you think that that was somehow so much more substantive and qualitative that it was okay we got nothing for an entire year. Like, no, that's fine. I'll just live in Archon's Force for 12 months. It's cool. Like, yeah, man, two two strikes, that's good. One le- one raid, that's totally fine. Yeah, I'll just live in here for 12 months. It's fine. You don't got to give me anything else. Nobody was saying that. People were walking away from the game almost every month because there was nothing to do. <laughs> it's, cra- it's crazy to me. The things people say. You're saying Shadowkeep is as good as Rise of Iron? Yeah. They're equal in size and substance. You can like one more than the other. I'm not saying that. Listen, I liked Wrath of the Machine way more than Garden. I liked I liked grinding for weapons way more back then. But size and substance, you have to be honest. For what we paid for, size and substance, they're basically equal. And there are people that like Shadowkeep more than Wrath. Shadowkeep had way more stuff in it. <laughs> like... You can take your vendor refreshes and put them in a can. 80% of the stuff in the tower was junk in, in, in Rise of Iron. New Monarchy had nothing worth getting. Crucible had one, one gun worth getting, the Palindrome. And then Vanguard had one gun worth getting, the Occam's Razor. And then Dead Orbit had a, a, an inferior version of the Hung Jury and a crappy auto rifle and then a rocket launcher that came in handy later. And then Future Warcold had the Wormwood and a good fusion rifle. Like, if you add up all the weapons in the tower that were actually worth getting during Rise of Iron because of its vendor refreshes, the, re- the vendor refreshes reveal themselves to be sort of a joke. Talk about quality over quantity. They just dumped a bunch of junk in the tower, and it felt like it was all this new stuff. 80% of the guns in the tower were terrible. 
that were not worth getting. Zero Day Dilemma was awesome. Was that the shotgun? That thing was not awesome. Are you kidding me? Party Crasher and a Matador are laughing at that thing. Or no, Zero Day Dilemma was the auto rifle, wasn't it? Auto rifles weren't very good back then. Shadowkeep was poorly received. Rise of Iron wasn't. You take off your rose-colored glasses. I actually checked the uh, the player base numbers, so I have facts in my corner. You don't. The Shadowkeep numbers and player retention numbers were the strongest the game has ever been. Stronger than Rise of Iron. The player retention numbers months after were far better. And going into Season of Dawn, same deal. PvE numbers were significantly stronger. Homie, we literally got a couple months into Rise of Iron and the PvE numbers were in like the 600,000s. It plummeted. There was nothing to do. It's called a drought. There was no reason to log in and play. Just because you kept playing and grinding for a Nano Phoenix doesn't mean the player base at large was continuing to log in and play. Again, you're living in a dream world. You've got this version in your mind that like D1 was the holy grail when D1 was good, but D1 was flawed and barren. Not what the community was saying. I don't care what the community was saying on Reddit, homie. The community on Reddit is always complaining. Rise of Iron, they complained. I remember people coming into my stream and complaining all the time. They complained during Shadowkeep. That's a constant. The community is always complaining and voicing their criticisms about the falls and the faults in the game and the things that fall short. That is not indicative and representative of what the entire community is doing. When you check player base numbers, and for months at a time, the player base numbers are maintained. Internal revenue reports are coming out, like about how the game is actually doing very, very well. You can't look back and be like, yeah, but come on, man. Reddit was a lot happier during Rise of Iron. Was it? (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) Come on. If that's all you got is your opinion and Reddit, then you ain't getting very far. You just aren't. And when you make parallels between Forsaken and Taken King, which I believe you can do, the size and the substance of the Tangled Shore and the Dreaming City compared to the size and substance of the Dreadnought, the size and the substance of the King's Fall Raid compared to the size and substance of the Last Wish Raid, they are virtually identical in size, substance, and enjoyment. Forsaken and Taken King are almost identical. And the year that followed, you got way more content in D2. So saying D2 structure's inferior is is ludicrous to me we got two months into taken king and everybody was like there's nothing to do i have nothing to do like that's what the i have i literally have a video on my stream on my youtube it's five years old telling people to take a break community sentiments who i listen to not numbers great i just showed you that community sentiment just a couple of months after taken king was i'm bored there's nothing to do i have a video addressing that community sentiment in 2015 So even if you want to take community sentiment, community sentiment was consistently, this is not good enough. April update, this is not good enough. I'm bored. What is this? Challenge of elders? Come on. Community sentiment surrounding Age of Triumph. If you weren't a raider, community sentiment was, I'm bored. There's nothing to do. This is just reskin raids and reskin raid weapons. A lot of people criticize Age of Triumph for that reason. And the player base numbers continued to go down because there was nothing going on. Both Taken King and Rise of Iron have their match and their parallel in Destiny 2. And if you're going to act like, oh, I only listen to community sentiment and not numbers, that's fine. You're basically saying, I cherry pick what backs up my position and I ignore facts, which is the admission that your position is defunct. The truth will set you free. 
Lono, will raids being good not great and people wanting more raids? Do you think Bungie will ever make raids that expand throughout the season? I think one of the best ways to achieve this is having a hard mode and challenge mode, and you can trickle that out. I, I really don't think we need more raids or having the raid, you know, add to it or pieces. I just think normal hard challenge mode achieves this aim. Spike Jones. Do you think that they should remaster old raids and make the old weapons random rolls? I think they're saving this in their pocket. I believe there's an Age of Triumph moment coming. Even at the time Rise of Iron enthusiasm was skewed, we had a year-long content drought. Anything would have been decently received. It's not like, it's like not, yeah, I'm not reading that out loud. 35 months from Big Mo, almost three years of subs. 23 months from Hercules. Thank you. You guys are both on the cusp of a milestone. 24 months for the gold badge and then 36 months for the uh, the three-year badge. <clears throat> Very HD. I'm going to hit Unbroken this season. I have not forgotten. Is this any point in hitting Legend in the future seasons? What could they do? Um, I don't know. I don't have a good answer to this. Giving you a loot incentive sounds like what they would need to do. Uh, Ibanes. Do you think that they should have more pay-to-play content, but not pay-to-win? I think there's enough pay-to-play content at the present time. Do we know what Guardian Games is yet? No. Very rough sketch right now. Something with Verdant Forest and grinding activities while wearing uh, gear. Atheist Boy says, do you think that they should remove things like the Dreaming City to give us space for new content? Absolutely not. They can't remove stuff that people paid for. They're removing content that people know is limited in its time. They can't be like, yeah, uh, Dreaming City's gone. Uh, Hef, do you think that they need champion slots on exotic weapons? I do, especially exotic primaries. Con, do you think it would be nice if Menagerie had a rotating loot pool to help bring back old season loot? That gets suggested all the time. I could say that'd be a great sort of dumping ground for loot that needs to come back. You could also just put frames in the gunsmith. And then Jay, no idea if this was asked. Do you think that if they was a quest bounty structure that Bungie had decided is the most optimal reflects on the community at all? Um, I think that the community right now is just engaging with content and finding weak points. Like bounties are great, but then people realized, oh, just do them in lost sectors. It's way faster. Just like the token system in trials. Like, it's a symbiotic relationship. They put stuff in the game, we interact with it, and then our feedback helps refine it. That's why I tried to say in my video, like, they did things in Forsaken that got refined in Shadowkeep. They did things in Shadowkeep that will likely get refined this September. System-wide changes are not going to come up, you know, every couple of months. It just isn't possible. So... That's going to do it for the question and answer session. Stick around. I'm not shutting the stream down. We'll keep having dialogue. We'll keep going back and forth and debating. It's always fun. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always come in and hang out live. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe.